Hey guys, Zane Blaylock from After Dark here. Um, let me just say one quick thing that, you know, the following recording uh, is just for me personally. Me, Zane Blaylock, you know, not any other other co-host, not Lewis, not Andy, not anyone else who's uh, associated with Essence of Zen, so not Gabriel, etc. This is just me. Just me. You know, I have originally thought did I want to record anything. You know, I've, I've I've been avoiding social media. F- you know, for the most part, I only log on a few times here and there, uh, and I've been pretty outspoken with things that I see. Uh, but even then, I don't have a big platform. Um, so it's it's not. It's not something where I thought like, okay, well, I have to do something because, you know, responsibilities. But I've I've had friends and family uh, ask me personally about my opinions on recent events related to uh, the protests. Um, and so I guess I would at least put something, you know, out there just to kind of for whatever reason, I, I think most most points and, and, and most ideas, most ideals, most uh, opinions have, have been placed out into the ether. And at this point, people will take in what they want to take in, internalize what they want to internalize, and move in the, in, the, in the direction that they personally want to move in. Because everyone has their opinions, everyone has their beliefs, everyone has their thoughts, and everyone has what they hold dear. And they're all entitled to that because it's their personal life, it's their personal personal way, I guess, right? But if I could just put a few points out into this ether that is already jam-packed with voices much louder and much more prominent than mine, you know? I, it, and I, I, I've I've struggled with how I would like to work this, how I would like to phrase it, because I don't want things to be misconstrued or someone taking a point the wrong way or not uh, understand what my actual intentions are, right? Because it's not about size. It's not. It's not about. It's not about. Oh, you're wrong. Or oh you're right or or you know no it's it's basically an open discussion or a a statement to remind everyone that we're humans every single one of us and we're prone to mistakes we're prone to to faults and flaws and we can improve on them we can learn from them we can create a plan for tomorrow to hopefully make tomorrow a better day. And we can have an idea that when put into practice may stumble, but we can still improve. That's the human experience. That's our history. That's our culture, right? The basis for moving forward, at least through my eyes, through my experience of being on this world for nearly 28 years is trying to keep a calm and open mind, right? And so this is one of the hardest things that anybody can actually you know, deal with because 
at least in America, you have the idea of everyone has, you know, the freedom of speech and the freedom of beliefs and et cetera. And, you know, the pursuit of happiness, the the social co- uh, contract for our culture and our goal, all that all that special jazz. We typically boil it down to. Are my rights being infringed on? And, you know, I'll get to the point of of a little bit later about, yes, a lot of our rights uh, have been stepped on, uh, have been pushed, have been, you know, the lines have been crossed. But before we touch on that, I want people to understand that for what it's worth, you cannot make every single individual respect you or or respect the value of your life, or uh, respect you as a person, see you even as a human being, right? And that's, again, is one of the hardest things that people can come to terms with. Because the question is, why don't you treat me like a human being? And for the most part, you know what? It's, it's, it's whatever. If Joe Blow does not like me for the color of my skin, it's whatever. Up until the point where you start infringing on my rights or you start trying to strip me of my rights or you start to step on my constitutional rights to live, to own property, to vote, to have freedom of speech, that's when it becomes a problem. But if you just don't like me for the color of my skin, then you can go about your day. That's not... That's, that, that's it's not a big deal to me because I can I can write you off. It's someone else's life. I they ain't any part of mine. Yeah, it sucks. They shouldn't they shouldn't be that way. But we live in a world where shoulda, coulda, and wouldas exist, and and they just kind of are. You can't change every single individual's mind. And they have a right to hold whatever views and opinions they want. Let them openly mark themselves as assholes. Racist, bigots, sexist, zealots, whatever. Let them carry their own label. Let them carry their own title. And you you, you treat them based upon how they present themselves. But until your rights start get, being infringed on, not, 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 not the biggest problem. Not, not the biggest problem at all. And so understand, you know, if you go for a job interview and those uh, aspects of how someone may present themselves may encroach on you getting a job, then, yeah, that's a problem because now they're encroaching on your rights. They're encroaching on the aspect of you, you know, living the American dream, you exercising your rights as a U.S. citizen, as a human being, as a person. Right. And so I think a lot of people forget that when we look at events in the news and we see that people have had their rights stepped on. Because black lives matter, but not every single individual believes that. And so people will say all lives matter and they should, but they don't. Because we've seen time and time again, you know, different be it racism, classism, sexism, all that. There are structures in our culture that place people in different groups 
in different segments of you know superiority, at least in terms of a, of an idea, visually speaking. And that's a problem. Just because black individuals have Black Lives Matter as a movement to make a loud statement, to bring it to attention, does not dismiss other marginalized individuals or other problems in our society. You know, it, it doesn't erase or or intend to cover up, you know, mistreatment that someone who say is Jewish face. It does not cover up the mistreatment of women and the sexism that they face. It does not cover up and mistreat or or try to hide what uh, Latino Americans uh, face. No, it's it's a particular topic. That is focusing on you know black individuals. And you can use this movement to highlight injustice, harassment, and problems in a society amongst all peoples. You can. And and, and I, you can see it in videos, you can see it in discussions. They have. They have. You have many individuals who are who who stand side by side with Black Lives Matter. And also showcase that, you know, yes, police brutality can affect, you know, not just blacks, but also whites. Because it can. And you've had in the past situations where Black Lives Matters stood up to defend and protect, you know, white individuals who were abused by uh, police brutality. You had a 17-year-old white male kid who was pulled out of a car during a traffic stop and beat you know, and it wasn't justified. But who stood up for him? Black Lives Matter. <laughs> it's funny, right? People have to stop trying to associate a particular focal point as a means to destroy other focal points. And if you're confused by that statement, I'll, I'll, I'll use other uh, examples. So cancer is a big thing for me. You know, my life has been affected by it uh, multiple times through uh, personal family, uh, multiple times, uh, and close friends, right? So everyone knows that you have the different ribbons. You you have the pink ribbon for breast cancer, which is heavily, you know, aimed towards women. But they also encompass men, too. And for the most part, you know, uh, breast cancer awareness is open arms to men just as much as they are to women. But because the women are the most most ones affected by breast cancer, it has a predominant uh, imagery for them as a, a, a predominant message with them at the front. But no one's kicking out men with breast cancer from being helped or aided or supported during their trials. Their, 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 their medical visits with dealing with breast cancer. And just like how we have breast cancer awareness, there's also prostate cancer awareness, stomach cancer awareness, all these other types of cancer awareness. And you don't go to a breast cancer march screaming in support of stomach cancer awareness or prostate cancer awareness. Like how you wouldn't go to a prostate cancer awareness screaming for breast cancer awareness. Because all of them are important. But different people will use them as different focal points. But altogether, they're there to do a force of good. So, yes, black lives matter. That does not mean other lives do not. 
And as much as I would love to have open arms for the quote unquote movement of all lives matter, because on paper, in practice, in theory, in, in basic principle, yes, all lives matter. They should. But what people are saying is our society does not treat every life as if it matters. So all lives cannot matter until black lives matter, Latino lives matter, Asian lives matter, trans lives matter, cis lives matter, all, all lives, right? All of them. And the all lives movement, including the blue lives movement, was basically stood up as a direct contrast, a direct defiant you know, statement against Black Lives Matter. I guarantee you if if Blue Lives Matter or or All Lives Matter kind of just propped up on their own thing, not trying to tear down another positive movement, people would not have any problems with it because they would understand, yes, every life matters. Every, you know, every individual matters. But you can't say my life matters you need to shut up about your life mattering. You can't. You can't do that. You. 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 You can't. Well, I mean, you. You. You can because people have tried it, but that that destroys all form of arguments. That destroys all forms of meaning and logic and terms of the even concept of all lives mattering. That's the point. That 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 is the point. And people will try to find one or two things that are negative or just not quite as positive. And they will attach that thing to the larger narrative as if to completely derail it, as if all forms of events follow all these negative aspects. And that's everybody. It's Again, that's part of human nature. Human nature does that. They will find the one bad thing and then associate that as a cesspool for all things following suit to be just as bad. All right. So if you're wondering, oh, well, they do that to cops. Yeah. But at the same time, we have constant, 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 constant video proof, photographic proof, statements from previous law enforcement, statements from current law enforcement about corruption, uh, harassment, uh, racism, uh, classism, and much more within various different police departments across the country in different states. It's not new. You know, if you want to say, well, there are some good, yes, there are some good cops. And there, yes, there are cops who have spoken out against bad cops. Yes, there are cops who have lost jobs for speaking out against bad cops. Yes, there are cops who are on video defending citizens when another cop pushes someone illegally or unjustly, you know, because they want to flex power. Yes, they exist. They're out there. But just because they're out there does not dismiss all the horrific things that we're seeing happening. I, I again we we have to stop grabbing these small little points and these small moments and then zooming in on them and saying this is the entirety this is the whole and that means everything else that I personally am not supportive of or I you know I, I don't like uh, does not exist right because in reality it's not black and white it is Various shades of gray, as as corny or as cliche as that sounds, that is the truth. That is reality. 
You know, you just can't take a brush and do these wide strokes to color everything the way that you that you personally want it to. Because when you do that, you have every single individual coloring things how they want it, how they personally perceive it, and they're ignoring the objective facts, the objective proof, the substantial you know, elements that are right in front of our faces. And again, that goes into a very broad spectrum, a very, a very broad and wide spectrum. And I mean, and with that in mind, I will say and begin to finish off with this. Once we're done with the current protests for the current topics about you know systematic racism, other forms of racism, uh, police brutality, uh, and essentially our country, our society, and the culture that encompasses it, there will be other conversations that will need to be had. And just to repeat myself, there will be other conversations that will need to be had. Right now, racism is on the board. You know, once we move away from racism, it might be sexism, it might be classism, it it, it, it might it might be a, a, a lot of things, right? But there are topics on the board that we should all discuss, and furthermore, discuss it. Like the capable human beings that we are, especially for us adults, if you are beyond the age of 22, and I, I don't care what type of upbringing, I don't care what type of education, I don't care what type of life you live. If you are older than the age of 22, you should have the basic knowledge and the capability to you know, carry yourself accountable and carry yourself accordingly and present yourself like a functioning, reasonable thinking adult. Now, I know that's not going to be the case because reality. But you're capable. We can all have a discussion, talk these points out like the human beings who have traveled through space, who have invented large technological leaps who have created history in ways that were once thought to be nothing but science fiction. We can have a conversation with just words, calmly, matter-of-factly. We can get emotional here and there, but as long as we bring it back and just talk. Just talk. It's, it's 2020. It, it is 2020. Our species have come such a long way. Such, such a long way. We contain so much capacity for so much knowledge, intelligence, in intellect, empathy, sympathy. We are capable of so much that it does not make sense that in 2020 that we can be torn apart and divided as easily as we are. That's, that's my nearly 20-minute rant. Um, I thank you for your time. I thank you for listening. We'll see you guys in a somewhere else, be it YouTuber or or, or somewhere else.